From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel Jackson Flowood and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Millions of people use social media, and in some cases, billions of people. Today, we'll talk about what draws so many to social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you're a business owner, could you use social media uh, to be a benefit to you? Should you trust everything you see or read on social media sites? Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 with your questions or comments. What do you use social media for? You can also email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And uh, Wilkes Couture is actually on the phones today. He's out of town, but he's going to be joining us today on the phones. And so, uh, Wilkes, we miss you here, but we are excited to uh, hear about what you are doing. I'm sure it is something tech-related for sure. So uh, what's going on, Wilkes? Where, where are you and what are you doing? Well, I am actually out here in rainy, rainy, rainy Silicon Valley in San Jose, California. You're, mm-hmm. You are definitely right. I am out amongst the nerd herd. I'm out here uh, with a, a Cisco event, actually. So we're we're just finding out about some new and emerging tech, some things that are coming to the uh, to the IT world for us out there. So, all right, bring us some uh, the, uh, bring us some tech secrets weather. back. Yeah, bring yeah, us some indeed. tech secrets back. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, good morning to you, Jeremy. Good morning. Uh, so what's been going on at the, the, the shop this week? What have you been doctoring on this week? I've been staying really busy because I'm getting married at the end of this month. So I'm Yay. scrambling to get all my taxes and stuff done. And uh, I'm, right now I'm really excited about a project I'm working on. I'm going to be upgrading a client's server with some newer, better technology. So I get to you know go and upgrade it this weekend and hopefully have everything going by Monday if it goes well. So as a married man, are some tech rules going to change? Uh, does your wife, is she going to need your, your passwords? What changes when you get married? <laughs> no, we, we're we really cool about that kind of stuff. I have mine. She has hers. If she wanted to look, she totally could. But no, I I've, I feel like I've been married to her for almost five years now because that's Aww. how long we've been together anyways. Mm-hmm. But nothing will change in that respect. But we, we talk about those things, and we, we're completely open with one another. Cool. Well, congratulations yeah. uh, on that. I uh, wanted to share a little piece of tech news. I saw that Apple has updated its iPad line, and I also see that there is a red iPhone that the has been released. IPhone. And I think this is only for the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. Uh, so what have you heard about this this new iPad line that it has dropped? Well, I haven't actually heard anything about that. I'm going to check that out uh, right now. But uh, that red iPhone caught me by surprise, and I was like, oh, God, please tell me the screen's not red. Because if it was red, I'd have to stock it in my store because somebody comes with a red phone, they're going to want the red screen to go on it. Uh, Luckily, it is white. So we are stocking the screens for the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus Mm -hmm. Red Edition. Well, you know, 
uh, red is pretty much my favorite color. It's very similar to uh, the colors in my sorority. So I usually have a red case on my phone. I right. have a lot of red things. And so I must say that I am really, really attracted to this phone. Yeah. Typically, yeah, pretty cool. I'm not the one who's like, oh, let's get the, the newest, latest thing. But this red phone looks extremely cool. So I don't know. I'm going to have to do some some research. I think it's going to have the same features. Uh, maybe the color is the only thing that's changing. Yeah. 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 It's, that's all that it is. It's just it's actually um, isn't it for AIDS awareness, I think. Oh, the, is it? The red yeah. campaign. Oh, OK. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even read that. OK, yeah, that's, that's good. That's for. good. For, uh, yeah. For HIV and AIDS awareness. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of their campaigns. All right. That sounds good. Uh, So we're going to be talking today about social media. Uh, Millions to billions of people actually use various social media sites. So we'll talk about what draws so many people to sites like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, If you are a business owner, uh, could social media be a benefit to you? Should you trust everything you see or read on social media? And we'd love to hear from you this morning. Listeners, what do you think about social media? Is it helpful or harmful to you? What do you use it for? Or how do you allow your kids to use various social media sites? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. All right. So uh, first question, when you hear social media, it kind of feels like a blanket term. And many of us don't even know if it should be uh, used in a plural or singular sense. But social media is plural. (laughs) Those social medias. Yeah. Yeah, just doesn't have the right ring to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you have medium, which is singular, and then uh, media, which is plural. So I always find that interesting how people use the subject and verb. But um, if you were to just give a general definition for what social media are what would you say <laughs> that's so it feels so weird to say I know, it like that I know. uh social media are <laughs> sites that are developed to allow people to connect electronically uh in my opinion it's mostly over irrelevant things like what you have for breakfast or what you're doing at this time but um it is a way for people to keep in touch i i i use it for that i, I don't update facebook every time i read a book or you know uh, give a homeless man a sandwich like I, I see a lot of people doing online. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it seems like it's become that, like the great informer. So it's a good mm-hmm. way to stay in touch and almost a good way to stay a little too in touch. Wilts, you uh, want to add anything to that? Yeah, I would definitely agree. It's definitely a way to stay in touch. Um, I kind of find myself actually reaching out to it, and and I can find local news sometimes a little bit quicker. And, and you know, sometimes the uh, the news is worth about what you're paying for it. But, you know, uh, an example, I mean, I was scrolling through my news feed a couple of days ago when someone said, hey, what's going on over on, you know, XYZ Street? And, and before the news even had it, there was actually a hostage situation over in Lincoln County. And before it was even hitting the news, people were already, the information was already out there on Facebook and people were already, you know, informed. And so I've kind of used it for that, as well as the connecting with old friends and all the the other standard stuff. And, well, both of y'all see my Facebook feed. I know usually I'm just putting some kind of stupid joke on there or something else because nobody really cares what I'm eating. (laughs) Well, I I appreciate that because I I like to laugh in between all the other stuff that gets way too political and personal sometimes on Facebook. So thank you for the jokes. Keep them coming. Well. and I think Go ahead, Wilt. A really good point there, and that is that some people, especially here recently, I think what's been a really, really good thing, people are really taking to the other side. I mean, and people who are getting in social media fights, the keyboard warriors and everything else, I mean, that's kind of uh, 
starting to highlight the bad side of it. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Sharita's probably seen some of that with her now multi-million dollar, multi-million hit <laughs> video out there, you know, and uh, so there's, there's, a, there's a downside as well. Yeah, it definitely is. And, and we'll kind of get into that, uh, the, the idea of having your page public or private, why that's something that you should or shouldn't do. Um, I remember I got on Facebook when I was, uh, I think, in high school. I think I was a senior in high school. So that was 2005. And then there were some uh, restrictions about who could be on the age. And now, like, pretty much everybody is on. Do you guys know uh, what the standards are for how you get on a site like Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter? Do you have to be a certain age? Do you need parental permission? I believe you do have to be 13 years of age. At least uh, you have to claim that you are. Uh, I know that it's pretty easy to just lie about your birth date and get a Facebook like kids do. Mm -hmm. uh, funny thing, my niece actually tried to do that. And she popped up in my sister's feed under friends you might know. Oh. Busted by Facebook. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Wilts, any thoughts on that uh, about what age you have to be to get on these sites and how parents can kind of uh, be aware of those things, what what sites their children are getting on? Well, and, and yeah, just to uh, echo Jeremy there, 13 is the legal limit for Facebook, Instagram, and all those other things. Uh, you know... As a as a father of a 14 and 15 year old, really one of the biggest things has been just kind of open communication. My daughter has a Facebook and page, and we just pretty much have a rule: you're only friends with people that you physically know. No friending, you know, random people. If you go to school with them, it's cool. But a, a lot of it just comes down to keeping that actual communication between parent and child, and, and making sure you're aware of what they're doing. I mean, you know, we. We see what she's doing on over there, and and uh, like I said, she's just been open and honest with it, and so it's, it's actually been a good learning experience from that from that side of things. Eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. This morning we're talking about social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, if you're a business owner, could social media be a benefit to you? We'd love to hear from you this morning. Let us know how you use social media. Do you have any privacy concerns? Uh, what do you use it for? For news or for socializing? Give us a call at eight seven seven MPB ring. Additionally, if you have any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. The number is eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or email Everyday Tech on mpb at mpbonline.org uh so let's talk a little bit about um when it when it comes to social media uh something that they call clickbait so we know that with social media now they have news and all these things advertisements um could you talk about clickbait what that is and should you believe everything that you see on social media when it comes to news postings so clickbait is probably one of my least favorite things about the Internet right now. And basically it's an article that is uh, enticingly worded to get you to click on it. So you'll go to the website where it's posted to click through like 40 pages till you get to the answer or whatever it is. Um, it's it's to generate ad revenue because those websites don't get money unless you visit their ad and click on the ad. So they're trying everything they can to get people to go to that site and, hey, accidentally click on it. Mm -hmm. Are we smarter or less smarter because of social media? <laughs> I mean, there are lots and lots of news stories and things that I find very interesting. I do learn a lot 
but you also have opinionists and bloggers, uh, some folks who may not be uh, academics. They're just opinionists. So we may be reading something as truth and it's just an opinion. Well, okay. so a lot of the time I'll be going through Facebook and I have a lot of uh, what I feel are intelligent friends. And so I try to associate with people who are going to post articles that are uh, generally scientific or educational or tech based or, or whatever. Uh, and then I'll, occasionally I'll find myself scrolling through and I'm like, I'm looking at nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just wasting my, I could be, I could be reading a book and actually learning something, but instead I'm, I'm finding out, I don't know what's uh, some stupid clickbait thing. Like, uh, uh, what the people and, uh, friends hated most about the show. Mm-hmm. It was the song, by the way. So uh, about the whole clickbait issue, there's a group that you can follow on Facebook called Stop Clickbait. They will actually give you the answers to all the enticing questions, which aren't that interesting answers, by the way. Uh, But they'll give you all the answers right there in the post. So you might want to check that out. Save yourself some time. Mm -hmm. Wills, did you have anything to add? Well, you know, I just kind of... (laughs) I'm just kind of laughing as I'm thinking about what Jeremy was saying. Because you're absolutely right. We kind of scroll through there, and it's almost it's almost mind numbing. And and I consider myself to have quite a few uh, intelligent friends, but I also I, I know those particular friends that I have that there's nothing they've ever read that they don't believe. Um, mm. There's just some not every not everything you read on the internet is true, but there are some people who just really do not follow that particular theory. I, um, Agreed. Yeah, I would encourage anyone who is, you know, if, if, when you're going through there, kind of read everything, you know, a little, a little tongue in cheek, and and just remember, you can actually research it before you post it. That's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Is that so many times when I'll see something get posted, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you cannot forwarding an email is not going to bring you a check from Bill Gates. He's not giving his money away like that, and, and you just see it constantly in there. So yeah, the the clickbait and all of that is. It, it's almost entertaining, but then it gets aggravating as well. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like uh, spam in your email. You know, the, mo- the majority of people know now, okay, all right, you, you don't click on spam. But you still got those people that are like, well, it, what's in there? I mean, mm-hmm. is it of any value? Should I, Do I need this? And and typically it's, it's older people uh, who go and still click on those things, and it's a little harder to get them to understand, like, it, 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 you just don't click on those things. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll talk about some social media definitions and terms like hashtag. What is that? Facebook Live meme. We'll talk about those things after the break. And you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. This morning, we're talking about various social media sites. Do you have a favorite one? Do you use Pinterest or LinkedIn? Uh, Do these sites work for you? If you are concerned about how to control who's your friend and how to keep your pages private, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. Additionally, if you have any general tech questions, you can call us 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Couture. And today we are talking about social media, the various sites. How do you use them? Uh, for what can you use them? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. We do have some lines open. We'd love to hear which social media sites do you use. Are you a big fan of Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn? Uh, are these sites that work for you? Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. If you have any questions about social media technology, not technology, terminology uh, that you need some clarity on. You hear certain terms and you're not sure what they mean. Give us a call 877-672-7464. And additionally, if you have any general tech questions about your tech devices, your phones and tablets that may be giving you issues, you can call us up today to get some uh, help with that. 877-MPB-RING is the number or email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So I want to talk about um, some common terms that we hear very often in the social media world. And sometimes folks may not know what these things mean. So one that is extremely common is hashtag, a hashtag. Um, and it's kind of hard to to explain. I mean, we know what it looks like. It looks like the, the little number sign. Right. Um, but what is a hashtag? How do hashtags work? And why would they be a good thing to use? Okay, so you've probably seen a hashtag if you were looking at somebody's post on Facebook and then it was followed up by a million different little things that were uh, preceded by a pound sign. And so uh, what it's supposed to be used for is to tag posts to connect them. Like uh, we're all people who think of a, a similar thing or we have an opinion about something and we want to broadcast that opinion. So um, y that way you could click on that hashtag and you could see what other people were sharing about it. So that's what it was supposed to be for. But then it ends up being hashtag. I just say five minutes, you know, uh, <laughs> cutting, cutting through somebody in traffic. Sorry about just that. Random you know, just random yeah. stuff. And I, I've done it myself because it, it gets a little ridiculous. Sometimes you're just like. Hashtag everything. Hashtags are great. Um, one one hashtag, for instance, we could use a hashtag like uh, everyday tech. So if you you would post something like a picture and use hashtag everyday tech, if Wilts would post something, use hashtag everyday tech me as well. If you click the hashtag and it should be highlighted in, in blue or whatever color, mm -hmm. if you click it, everything uh, that we've ever posted should pop up under that. I'm, I'm sure there's an MPB, hashtag MPB. So it can be beneficial, especially as you said, if you, you have a cause, like a HIV and AIDS day, everything right. would come up under that hashtag. So they can be extremely beneficial. Right. Mm -hmm. And that that was the original intention for it. It just mm -hmm. kind of got abused there in, in the process. But there are a lot of hashtags that are uh, very valuable and very powerful. And I think one of them uh, that would really be big, not trying to go too too much on the movements here, but the Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. was a huge hashtag. I mean, that, that that brought a lot of people together and they could see this is something we need to, you know, really take seriously. This is something that a lot of people are concerned with. And they could look at how many people were using that hashtag to see what, you know, what the awareness was, how, how, how many people are, are aware of this. Yeah, it definitely brings light to issues because uh, after Black Lives Matter, you saw all Lives Matter hashtags right. coming up and exactly. Blue Lives Matter hashtag. Right. And I'm sure it's just going to keep developing, but yep. it's a really smart way to to uh, bring attention to an issue. It can become a, a trending topic on Twitter. Absolutely. Uh, so it's really smart. So if you're trying to you know bring attention to an issue, it might be good to, to use a hashtag or at least try it. Um, now, one thing to know when we get to the, the, the formula of hashtags, can you use symbols you can't use symbols right you can use numbers i believe in a hashtag you know i actually don't know the answer to that question i, I would guess that um if it's Let if you start it. it with a hashtag 
you yeah, can you probably, use you probably capital. can't use symbols. You can use, I know, yeah. Do you use punctuation in a hashtag oftentimes? I know for sure on Facebook and Twitter that, that you, you've killed it as mm-hmm. soon as you put the punctuation in it. Gotcha. But uppercase and lowercase letters are fine. And I'm almost certain you can use numbers because I feel like I have before, but definitely not symbols and punctuation. So keep that in mind. If you want it to work, uh, stick to numbers and letters. And we'll confirm this numbers thing in just a second. Got some calls to get to. We are going first to Alan, who's in Brandon, with a comment. Good morning to you, Alan. What do you have for us today? Uh, hey, Sharita and Jeremy hey. and Wilf. Uh, I, I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, the, the Internet is great. It, it, it is great to be able to have so much information available. But people need to remember that information and intelligence are two different things. So just because you have a lot of stuff to read or have access to a lot of information doesn't doesn't make you uh, uh, smart and know how to use it. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the biggest challenge nowadays, I think, is being able to parse all the junk that's out there and know when you're when somebody's running the line on you or, or, or what have you so uh if anything all this, this these vast amounts of information uh puts a bigger burden on folks to be able to know how to to sift through it to get the you know to get the, the nuggets out but uh, uh you know having said that i love having having access to the information it's great i i you know, I don't do as much stuff on Facebook. You know, I have Facebook and Twitter accounts and stuff. I don't do as much stuff with those. I, I tend to prefer having like a news feed app where I can go in and sign up for, you know, I can target the kind of news I want to get and stuff. And it's just, uh, it's just easier. And then you don't get all the other, the fake news and all the all the junk that's out there. So, just wanted to make that comment. So I'm enjoying the program. So y'all have a great day. Thank you, Alan. You too. And he raises some good points about how to customize your news feed. Mm-hmm. And since we're using that term news feed, news feed uh, on your various social media sites is uh, what you scroll up and down to see other people's updates and, and news updates and things like that. So Pretty that much, is your quote unquote news feed, right? Pretty much what you see when you log in, mm-hmm. first thing. And then as you scroll down, you see everybody else's stuff. Yeah, that's your news feed. So when it comes to customizing a news feed um, on social media, and Wilts, you can, you can jump in here. Uh, there's a feature where you can hit see first. So uh, for certain people and for certain news uh, news sources, like I think NBC News, CNN, I have see first. So there's a right drop down menu where you can click see first. And so when I log on, that's the first thing I'll see what NBC News has updated recently, what MPB has updated recently. But you also have this feature where you can hide things from your timeline or see less of this thing. Uh, Wills, could you talk a little bit more about that, how people can customize their news feeds? Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially I think a lot of this gained a lot of light with uh, the political environment and different kind of things there. But people have kind of gotten to where I don't want to see this. I do want to see this. I don't want to see this from this person or for this this company or what have you. But really, it's just a matter of taking a little bit of your time and deciding what it is that is important to you. For example, um, I'll I'll use Jeremy as an example. I actually set Jeremy in there as a if he posts. I want to see it first because, you know, we're kind of connected. We had this whole everyday tech thing going on. Oh, oh, by the way, speaking of hashtags, Ellie taught me last week, MPB tech. So hashtag MPB tech. If you're on Twitter, that's where you'll see all of our, all of our techie stuff. But, um, so yeah, so sorting that out and deciding what you want to see and reminding you also that you can also decide what you don't want to see. There are plenty of plugins, especially with Chrome and everything else, that will allow you to take certain words out. 
Um, you know, for example, if you don't want to see Trump, Clinton, um, you know, whatever other kind of things out there that are trending currently in the news, you can actually tell it, look, take those out of my news feed. I don't want to see it. I, I just want to stick to cat videos and what everybody had for dinner tonight. Um, so there's a lot of options that are actually available out there if you'll just kind of spend a little bit of time managing. Don't count on this to do it for you. You need to do a little bit of work yourself. Yeah, and uh, one feature that I use very often, I mean, it's not the best thing, but I block people all the time. Are you kidding me? That is the best thing. <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear this I mean, I feel anymore. bad about it. I feel bad <laughs> about it sometimes, depending on who it is, because I just don't give people chances. Once you say something disrespectful or post something ridiculous on my page... I block you and yeah. I have I wish you guys could see my block list like there's a list <laughs> on Facebook where you can show you all the people that you've blocked um, so that's one thing we, we had a caller once who said that she was getting cyber bullied and so we suggested to her that she could she could block these individuals um, so that's something to think about as well another thing you can do is um, you can unfollow somebody which is extremely helpful because many times uh, we may not want to unfriend a person because we're all sweet no I don't want to unfriend them right. Well, well, you can unfollow an individual, and that way you they like they will be non-existent. Like, I mean, and I'm they, friends with folks that I've unfollowed, and they just completely don't exist to me. And so. they have no idea <laughs> right. that you're not seeing them. You're still friends, so mm-hmm. the connection's still there. Right. That is one of my favorite features that Facebook added. When they first added that, I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can still be friends with them, but I don't have to read what they post. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just unfollow everyone. <laughs> right. Now, they will they come really quiz you about, family. you know. Go ahead, Wilts. Oh, I'm sorry. That it really comes in handy with family because you don't want to unfriend family. But come on, y'all know we all have a couple of uh, loose nuts hanging out in the uh, family tree there sometimes. So. Yeah. All right, some more calls to get to. Rowena is in Past Christiane. Good morning to you, Rowena. What do you have for us today? Hello, Rowena. You're on the air. Yeah. Oh, hey. yes. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, I didn't hear you say that. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'm calling. I, many years ago, my granddaughter put me on Facebook, and um, after a short while, um, I kept getting messages from anybody I was friends with about uh, just stupid stuff, you know, like, well, I think I'll go wash my hair now or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just quit using it. And I wondered if there's any way that I can get my Facebook erased, I mean, my Facebook page erased off of Facebook, uh, or is it really necessary to do that? Because I have not communicated on that for at least four or five years. So you don't want a Facebook page at all? No, I, I, I'm not even interested. I don't have any any um, desire to be on it do do you have yeah. uh do you know your password no see, i can't even remember that i oh. don't even know what it was okay well she could she could probably ago. reset it do you know your 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 login like just the name that you use to log on to facebook uh <laughs> no Okay, you're, you're gonna need one of those if I'm not mistaken. You absolutely will need uh, to. You can absolutely delete the account. Yeah, you yeah, can absolutely you can deactivate it through Facebook, and it takes them a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so to get it completely gone. But it is possible right. to do it. But you have to have all your login info. And you said it was your granddaughter that set it up. Yeah, but like I said, that was five or six years ago. And well, she might well. she might remember the name that she helped you sign it up with. So I'd maybe see if she could help you out with that. Okay. Or at least the email address. 
your email address. I don't do any kind of social media stuff only because mm-hmm. I just, I'm not interested. You know? Okay, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I didn't know whether there would could be any kind of repercussions or anything just because my name is out there on Facebook. You well, know, well, I, I know sometimes when you Google a person's name, their Facebook account will come up. I know mine comes up as I have two different uh, pages and I Google my name. Both my Facebook accounts come up. I don't know. We'll have to see, you know, once you deactivate and delete your account, uh, would it still register in Google? But for a time it okay. would, but it would be like Google's cash and eventually it would update and it wouldn't like it, it would go to Facebook. Like she might be able to be found that way. But when you go to the actual page, it shouldn't be there. You yeah, should there say this page anything. doesn't exist or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All but right. but well, figure out that login information so you can get in and delete it because you have to go into the settings and get rid of the page that way. All right, and you just uh, there would be a place where you could like unsubscribe or something like that. You would completely deactivate the account, and it can it'll, it'll ask you if you want to delete it permanently. Yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, it's not an unsubscribe thing. It's a get rid of it forever. Get me off. I don't want to be on. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you, Rowena. We appreciate your call. Okay, um, Don is in Brandon. Good morning to you, Don. What do you have for us? Hello, Hi. Don. Hi. Yes, ma'am. I'm unable to share YouTube videos with my Facebook friends all of a sudden, and it's really causing some problems for me. So is this copyrighted content? No, it's not. Hmm. How are you sharing? Are you copying the link? Are you sharing directly from YouTube? I'm sharing directly from YouTube, um, and it just will come up a zero percent and never goes past that, and it basically shuts me down. Uh, are you trying? It sounds like you're trying to upload a video. You're just saying like it, it never it never loads the video. It, it right as of the last couple of weeks, it, it will not. Normally, I just went in to share Facebook, and it would just go on and pop up on my Facebook page, but it doesn't do that anymore after. I got a virus, and um, I was instructed by my provider on how to um, correct that, and since then it has not worked. So did your provider maybe tell you to turn off Flash? I don't know what Flash is. Okay, just thinking maybe that might jog your memory. Um, That's really strange. Are you doing this? uh, This is on your laptop? Is it Windows, Mac? It's, no, it's on my my flip phone um, that I've been using for... 10, 15 years. I got a new one a, a couple of years ago, and uh, it has worked fine until I got the virus and was instructed by my provider to make changes. You think something is outdated? Uh, yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's a little older than what we can normally help people with, 10 to 15 years on a phone. Um, no, 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 the phone is two years old. Oh, it's two years old. But okay. I, yeah. But it's a flip phone. It's a flip phone. And you have internet and everything on it? everything and it's worked just fine which is why i feel privileged that i don't have to pay 700 dollars for a telephone amen to that so um these videos that you're trying to share are they completely already uploaded to youtube are these your personal videos or other people's videos you're trying to share they are not they are instructions on japanese koi since i own a koi farm they are instructions on usda certified organic produce eating healthy those sorts of things just general information okay let us let us do some some troubleshooting um 
I'm going to try to pull up a, a video on, on YouTube. Uh, on Jer- your, Jeremy has something. On your Android phone, if you, this has got to be Android. There's no flip iPhones. Um, you're, I, don't, I don't own an Android. What, what, what kind of phone, kind of phone, is, phone is this? This is, um, uh, well, <laughs> it's just an AT&T Go phone. Oh, okay. It uh, okay. So if it's if it's just a, like a Go phone, it's got to be running Java, and that's not that that phone was never intended to watch YouTube videos. Now I don't know how it did it in the past, technological miracle perhaps, <laughs> but that's not those phones generally don't handle the internet well at all. That's why they've pretty much been phased out. Oh man, this has been the most awesome phone. I never lose service. Or anything. I would try maybe doing a factory reset if you said you got hit by a virus. Um, uh, that That's a weird situation. Yeah. I try a factory reset, and then if that doesn't, you need to back up all your stuff on your phone. Do a factory reset and see if that doesn't return it to its former glory. What is a factory reset? Uh, it would be in your settings, and it's going to erase everything on your phone. Okay. Um, he instructed me on that, and I do have that, and I did a a general wipeout without it wiping out my pictures and stuff, and I had already saved my information to the SIM card for his instructions, uh, and that worked for a couple of days, and then it went right back to it. Sounds to me like it's installing an update, and your phone no longer wants you to be able to have that functionality. That's all I can t- I can decide. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Don, if you have any other uh, thoughts or issues, email us and uh, maybe we can go a little bit more in depth uh, via email because we've tried to do all the troubleshooting we could on air. So email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org to follow up and we'll see if we can uh, help you a little more there. Thank you for your call, Don. We need to take a really quick break when we get back. Eddie and Meridian is on the line and uh, we have some lines open if you want to join the conversation. This morning we are talking about social media sites. If you're having any issues with your social media sites, sharing things, uh, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. If you have any questions about how to uh, maximize your time on social media. If you think that social media is uh, are social media are harmful, uh, give us a call 877-672-7464. If you have any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. 877-MPB-RING or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Couture. And today we've been talking about social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you, listeners. Which one of these sites do you use? How have they been beneficial to you? Uh, do you think social media um, are bad, harmful? Uh, do you think it's interfering with the way we do things in the world, relationships? Do you think they're in the way? If you have any questions about how to operate these things, you can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. If you have privacy or sharing concerns, 877-672-7464 is the number. We do have a couple lines open. You can also email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Eddie is in Meridian. He's been waiting very patiently. Thank you, Eddie. What do you have for us today? Yeah, it's about getting a uh, cell phone signal inside a trailer. I uh, 
I'm doing okay with I get two bars inside and everything's okay like that. But then I go outside my door area, sit down in a chair outside the door of the trailer, and uh, boom, I get uh, another bar that makes three bars. And I looked online at uh, cell phone signal boosters, and gosh, they're high. They're like uh, somewhere around $200 or more. And uh, uh, does anybody have any ideas on how I can uh, boost my signal in here uh, on something a little bit uh, cheaper? Uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, I'm sure there's ways to make it at home, but I don't have any way to advise you on how to do that, nor do I recommend it. Uh, those things are, are very particular, and in some cases you actually have to have uh, some sort of a permit to actually use it. Uh, so, something from the FCC. I think it's a permit. Um, so, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's it's not that you... I've never saw that on the air titles for those things. Uh, the, the company they used to be called Wilson... Wilson or something, maybe they got a new name. I can't remember when they got a little, little catchy name for these little kits. Uh, and, you know, I'm not talking about anything big time. It's like a, oh, it's, a, it's a small trailer and by myself, and uh, it wouldn't have to be a big boost, you know, just something to get, you know, uh, to boost just a little bit uh, next to, you know, whatever. But this permit thing I had, that, uh, could you explain that some more? Well, uh, basically, it's it's like a mini tower uh, in in your building. Uh, I've had clients that have installed them, and they've had some uh, some mixed success with them. Uh, and um, then I've also added uh, like external antennas to people's uh, hotspots. But um, again, uh, technically, you're supposed to have a t- uh, some kind of permit to do it. Um, but that doesn't stop you. Well, it it doesn't stop you from purchasing it yourself and installing it. You just might. I mean, I don't know. I guess technically you could be waiting for somebody from the FCC to knock on your door. Uh, I don't think it'll ever happen, but it it could. So I'd just like to caution you uh, when looking into that technology. Well, that's, uh, yeah. It's it's just a little bit kind of gasped that um, uh, from a little bit better signal, I'm just separated by a a few millimeters of tin here. And, uh, you know, uh, I think when we we first got cell phones, you know, they had these little antennas sticking up, a retractable antenna. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you could, if you wanted to, I guess back then, unscrew that and just uh, screw along a wire and stick it out the window, and you would have, I suppose, would have got a better signal. I kind of wish these things had something like that on there. That'd be kind of a, you know. Yeah, that would be useful. But, uh, yeah, everybody wanted a a sleeker, prettier phone with with no external antennas, so we're kind of stuck. So you take me, and I would say you got to... With a booster, you got to get the uh, run a wire outside, catch the signal, and the booster will boost the signal inside your your little uh, trailer there, just enough so it raises the power, and then you supposedly you got a better deal. But uh, ooh, that's that's kind of a yeah. Like I said, they were they were they were expensive just for uh, yeah. Like that's I said, uh, I've got signal in it, so it's not 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 no, not no dire need, but. Uh, uh, it'd be nice to get another bar inside. But. Sure, sure. Uh, Wilts, were you going to say something? I was going to say some of your different your cellular providers. They also have a little small device that they can uh, they can get to you, and and the prices kind of vary. But we've used these for some of the folks that work and live in the more rural locations. Uh, similar problem: getting a weak signal inside the house or near the house. And what you actually do is you would plug it up to your internet connection inside, and then what happens is your cell phone. It would it would kind of treat it like a miniature telephone, you know, um, antenna, just to kind of improve your your home signal. So that may be something also to look into is 
you know, your AT&T's, Verizon, Ceasefire, they have little small devices that can help with that as well. Jay has something. I was going to say, I, I've had a couple of friends who, for whatever reason, in, in the middle of town, have had really bad signals at their houses for whatever reason, and they've contacted their their carriers, and if the signal is bad enough in your house where it becomes almost pro, you know prohibitive to you being a customer of that company, if it comes to that point, they'll help you out. They'll come. They have those, like you guys are talking about, they have the technology, and they'll come into your house and install, you know, a booster, you know, somehow or another, like you guys are talking about with the technology. And they'll do that for you if you can, if you can, you know, convince them or show them in some way or another that, you know, if, if I'm going to be a customer of your your service, then, you know, this is basic. This is, it, it, it can't work for me here. So there's no point in me being a customer for you and sending you my money every month if I can't use your product. And usually right. that's when they'll, you know, they'll they'll find a way to help you out some way or another. Yeah, All but right. in his situation, I, I think he said he gets a couple of bars in the house, so I don't think that they would come out because he's still at least getting a signal. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, thank you for your call. Good luck to you. We appreciate you calling in. Okay, we're going to go next to... Uh, Carolyn, who's in Natchez with a comment. Good morning to you, Natchez. What do you have for us today? I mean, not <laughs> Natchez, your name is Carolyn. Good morning. What do you have for us today? <laughs> Hello, you're on the air, Carolyn. Carlin. Carlin, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. That's okay. Everybody does it. <laughs> um, I have a pet peeve about the hoax posts, such as Facebook has decided to donate X number of dollars for so many likes or so many shares or so many comments. Facebook does not donate money to these. And uh, also the ones where it, uh, it says that something is being given away, you need to be very careful there. Uh, some people have given their phone numbers to, to such posts. And once someone has your cell phone number, um, somebody with the knowledge can hack your phone. And Mm -hmm. it it amazes me how many people continue to fall for that, that Facebook is giving away a a car. Uh, The most recent one I saw was they're giving away RVs. Uh, Facebook does not give away items. It just doesn't happen. And that's all I had to say is people falling for these, uh, taking advantage of the good nature of people. Uh, uh, well, one part is greed, isn't it? But the other part is um, taking advantage of people of uh, good nature that uh, Facebook is going to donate so much money for so many likes to this cancer patient that it, they just don't do that. Yeah, thanks for your call, Carlin. You make some good points there. I mean, scams on Facebook are not uncommon. So those posts that she's talking about where like, oh, you like this, they'll donate this or uh, say amen if you agree with this. All of those posts are used to gather information about you. Mm -hmm. So it's recommended that you don't interact with them, don't like them, don't comment on them, don't post, don't don't do anything. All right, Carlin, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, We need to take our final break. When we get back, we'll wrap up the conversation about social media. We do have all our lines are currently open. We've cleared the line. So if you want to join the conversation, call us at 877-MPB-RING. Tell us which social media sites do you use? Uh, Do you think these sites are harmful or helpful to you? Give us a call, 877-672-7464, or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Jeremy Thompson and Wills Couture. We've been talking about social media sites, how they work, uh, whether or not you need to be on. And we'll talk uh, right now about if you're a business owner, how social media uh, could be helpful to you. We do have some lines open if you want to join the conversation. 877-MPB-RING is the number. Tell us, are you on social media? Uh, do you think it's good or bad? If you're having any issues with uh, operating your various social media pages, call us 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So we already had a caller who said that uh, she doesn't like social media. You know, she's not on Facebook. She's not a fan of it. And uh, perfectly fine. I mean, there's no rule out here that says you have to be on a social media page. But for me, being an entertainer or somebody who offers entertainment services, it is really beneficial to me. It's like a huge branding tool. Right. So if you are a business owner, do you think it is beneficial to have some kind of social media page where you market your services? If you are a business owner in 2017 and you don't have a Facebook page, you need to get it together. Hmm. Everybody need every business especially needs a way to interact with their clients. I don't have that many hits from Facebook in all in all truthfulness, but I do have people message me straight through Facebook and want to know what it's going to cost to repair this, how long for this and yada yada. You need a way because your clients may not have a phone. They may not be able to call you, but if they have a laptop or whatever and they can shoot out to you that way, you need to have all those channels open. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And in your case, being an entertainer, I mean, that's just how you get your name out there. People share your video. You got yeah, you, you big money now, millions of hits and all that, no, right? Not, right, big right, right. <laughs> not big money. Not yet. <laughs> well, you have reviews. People can leave reviews. Yes, and um, that's great, too. And I absolutely read those reviews. I do, um, too. Most, most people are pretty honest. You can put pictures up, contact information. Right. So it's, it's really, really beneficial. Uh, Wilts, what are your thoughts on that? Being a business owner... Uh, and having social media pages, do you think it's a good idea? Well, I definitely think it's a good idea. Um, you know, for one, some of y'all know I wrote a book a little while back working on another one, and I used social media really to advertise that a lot and got a lot of uh, traction that way. But then from another direction, from the other side of it, you know, I mentioned before I'm out here in California, and I'm using social media to decide where I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, I want, I want to look up the restaurants, look up the locations, you know, um, what's the place to go, what do people generally think about it. So those social media things really come into play. Uh, you know, for example, one I've been using out here we haven't really mentioned is a, an app called Yelp. I use that whenever I travel to discover restaurants near me because, hey, anybody can go to the uh, the old standard chains, but I'm trying to find something local. And, and people become brutally honest online. You do have to read a little bit through the, uh, you know, read through the chaff there, basically, to find the real deal. But it really can be helpful. So, yes, from a business, and if I look up a restaurant and they don't have a social media presence, generally, I'll avoid it. Hmm. I mean, honestly. We don't have much time left. I did have a couple more questions. How can you control notifications for all these pages? So if you don't want... Uh, a notification every time somebody goes uh, Facebook Live or if you don't want a notification every time somebody likes something, how can you control those from your various tech devices? You can go into your notification settings and turn them off and you can also go into your phone and turn your notifications for that app off, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, it's a good idea because for me, if I see 
a red notification, uh, the number one or however many mm. numbers, I am going to click on it. It's yep. some kind of weird thing that I have to get it off immediately. Right. Same when I have a voicemail or missed call. I have to get the little red dot or yep. the red number off. Uh, and my, my, my last question is, how can you um, maintain some degree of privacy if you're on social media pages? I mean, I know we reveal a lot mm-hmm. where we are, what time we're going to be there, location services are on. But if you're on these pages, are you pretty much an open book to the world or can you still have some degree of privacy? You're not an open book. Um, you can change your privacy settings to be for your friends or for your friends of your friends if you want other people uh, inside that circle seeing your stuff. Um, and also on every post, you can change it, whether you want it to be public or private, whether you want certain people to see it uh, under your uh, under your settings, you can set it as custom. And then you can say, I don't want someone to see this or I, I want these people to see it and only these people. Uh, and there's also groups that you can create on Facebook where you can have a level of privacy. Like my fiance and I, we have a group where we just share articles back and forth and it's just us. And it's, you know, we have full control over that. and Nobody else sees it. All right, Wills, we have about 45 seconds left. Any additional thoughts? Well, and I think the biggest control whatsoever is staring back at you in the mirror. Um, think about what you're putting out there before you post it, and don't put something on there, you know, that's, that's a little bit too personal. So, so really, we're our own best filter, I think. Yeah, good good thoughts. Um, and just to go back earlier, we were talking about hashtags, uh, found out. Uh, spaces and special characters like the dollar sign percent will not work in a hashtag. So gotcha. you have to stick to numbers and letters. All right. Uh, so you got a poem for us, Jeremy, to wrap everything up? I do. I do. Social media, ways to stay in touch and informed. But be warned, they can be a huge waste of time. So block, unfollow, and watch your privacy settings, or you'll be regretting you started social netting. <laughs> you know, uh, you mentioned that I found a story. Uh, it was a, a research study, rather, that said that people who have lots and lots of friends on Facebook are still isolated and lonely. Yeah. So you still need to have some face-to-face interaction. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing more disturbing, and I'm guilty of this as well, uh, than being in a public place and seeing folks just scrolling right. the timeline and right. not paying any attention to this human being next to them. So right. When you're at dinner, put the phone down. Yes. Be with your people. Yes, absolutely. Wills, thank you for being on today and uh, safe travels. Enjoy yourself in California. Jeremy, thank you for being on as well. Jay White was our board operator today and I believe Kevin Farrell was our call screener. Stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is coming up next with Dr. Rick DeShazo. This is Think Radio on MPB. 